Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. This is Live Mike. Mike. With Lee Lonsberry. From Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the breaking news. Hear it on Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome back. We're into the final hour of the program today, 2 o'clock, 2.07 is the time here in the KSL Newsroom, uh, covering a lot of ground today, and now, of course, it's time for the top two at two o'clock. Can I tell you something uh, interesting? So this top two at two o'clock thing we've been doing for the past few weeks, uh, the the plan was to make some like really noisy sounders for, we're going to have the big voice say, and now the top two at two, something like that, you know, like radio folks like us do. Uh, well, and then I made my announcement that I was taking off. And so we kind of tabled that. So it's just me. It's just me now every day saying, the top two at two o'clock. So here we are. Uh, You didn't need to know that. And it wasn't even worth sharing. But here we are. Uh, The top two stories at two o'clock. I want to start with the the, the conversation we had just a moment ago with Matt Gephardt. Why? Well, the, the question he asked was, can your boss fire you? for not getting a COVID-19 vaccine. That that question is incredibly important generally and specifically uh, today as we are on the eve of eligibility opening for all Utahns 16 plus to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. That's right. In case you forgot, tomorrow, tomorrow, if you are 16 plus, you can receive uh, a, a COVID-19 vaccine. Now, the, the truth is, and I always forget which one, uh, maybe Rama can help me out, uh, 16 plus, that's only one version. I think it's the Moderna vaccine has been uh, approved by the FDA for use on uh, folks as young as 16 uh, plus. And then if it's Pfizer or Johnson Johnson that gets uh, jammed into your arm, you got to be 18 plus for that. Uh, and that's tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, forget about age. Uh, otherwise, forget about comorbidities. Forget about being a teacher, first responder. If you are an adult, uh, 16 plus, you can register to receive the vaccine. Now, the truth is, of course, demand at about 12.01 is going to jump through the roof. That, that's my prediction. What will that translate to? Well, it means that you're probably not going to be able to receive the vaccine for some time, but you're eligible now. What does it mean? You'll be able to pick up uh, the the vaccine once, uh, you know, supply catches up with demand. And the, the optimism thus far voiced by Governor Cox and Dr. Angela Dunn and from the various representatives from the uh, health departments and health jurisdictions through the state is that uh, and as far as Washington, D.C., uh, President Joe Biden has talked in terms of these uh, numbers as well. And the prediction is uh, they're all going up, that there will be uh, vaccines uh, available in large number uh, coming up uh, pretty soon. 
Uh, I just got uh, a little bit of fact check in here. Uh, it is Pfizer. Pfizer's the 16 plus. Pfizer's okay for 16 and 17. Uh, the rest are all 18 plus. So uh, there you go. And tomorrow in Utah, 16 plus eligible to receive the the vaccine. Um, the question posed by Matt Gephardt, can your boss fire you for not getting a vaccine? And it turns out that through his investigation, he's found that there are no laws on the books prohibiting prohibiting a vaccine, a COVID-19 vaccine, uh, from being a, a requirement for employment, a term of the employment agreement. Now, uh, years ago, when I was uh, first learning about firearms laws, uh, I, I came to understand that principle, that it, if it, that here in, in Utah and in the United States, the, the way things work is if it is not illegal, it is legal. Does that make sense? If there is nothing on the books, either at the state or the federal level or even uh, in municipal code, outlawing something, uh, you can do it. Right. Uh, the, that's the, the way things work. It's uh, you'll you'll be hard pressed to find statute that says X behavior is legal. There you go. No, it is uh, simply those items that are not uh, deemed illegal uh, in, in somewhere in statute. And so uh, they're currently, as you heard Matt Gephardt describe it, there uh, are there are no laws that outlaw. Uh, you know, receipt of the vaccine as a term of employment. And so uh, the answer very basically is, uh, for the most part in the private sector, uh, your boss can require you to get a vaccine. Now, we've had flu shots. There are other vaccines that are pretty commonplace. And if you look uh, to history as any indication on of what things may be in the future, the highest of likelihoods is that we're not going to see too many employers uh, uh, amending your employment agreement and saying, hey, you better get stuck in your arm if you want to keep working around here. Maybe, that, maybe you heard one of the examples earlier of a, a New York City restaurant where uh, an employee there uh, was required by the boss to get a vaccine, uh, but the, the employer was a concerned, uh, was, I believe, trying to get pregnant. This is described to us uh, by Matt Gephardt when he joined us before the break, that in the name of, uh, you know, the, their own health and beliefs, uh, they had declined to get the, the vaccine and therefore, eh, sorry, not going to be working here anymore. That's not terribly widespread. And if you're asking me, uh, who I'm like an armchair, I'm like an armchair expert on these matters. <laughs> I sit, I sit there on the couch and uh, scroll through Facebook and whatever I learn there uh, informs my expertise. No, I'm just kidding. Of course not. Uh, no, but if, if I'm guessing, if I'm guessing, uh, you're not going to see uh, rampant employer requirements to get vaccinated, right? Uh, it, it's hard enough uh, to get employees these days. Uh, there's not going to be, uh, you know, added hurdles put in place uh, to, to prevent them from, from wanting to work. Not to say that getting a vaccine would be a hurdle, but, uh, you know, there are there are some folks uh, who, for whatever reason, uh, aren't going to be getting it. Um, uh, hopefully that number is is smaller rather than uh, larger. All right. Uh, that's the first story. Uh, so you want to keep uh, track of uh, what your employer says to you in terms of precautions in the workplace. 
uh, because if all the precautions fail, you know, what is left? It's vaccine. So uh, making sure the workplace is a safe and clean environment uh, will go uh, even further to ensure that your employer is not requiring you get a vaccine. Uh, that's, uh, that's just the world, according to Lee Lonsberry. Uh, additionally, one last point on the requirement. State employees uh, will not be. There is there is uh, state law passed this past legislative session that uh, does prohibit the the state government from uh, forcing employees of the state to receive a vaccine. So if you're listening right now and you're a state employee, uh, don't worry about that private sector stuff. You uh, are not cannot be compelled by the state to receive a vaccine. And I have blown through all the time afforded me to get to the second story of the day, uh, but I'll just point it out here simply. It is the heartbreaking story uh, which transpired just 24 hours ago in Boulder, Colorado. The the loss of life there uh, measured in 10 people, 10 individuals, uh, 10 innocent individuals lost their life uh, to that 21-year-old shooter who came in there and uh, and took their lives so savagely, including, as I've mentioned, uh, an officer of the law uh, who was the father of seven. What happens next? How do you prepare for such a situation should you find yourself in one? Uh, while it is rare, going through the motions in your mind uh, is, is a good and worthwhile uh, t- uh, expense of your time. So maybe as you stand in line at the grocery store or driving down the road, think through uh, some of the some of the safeguards and some of the measures that you can take. Uh, in particular, those outlined earlier in the program by retired FBI agent Carl Schmey, which is uh, run, hide, fight. Run away from the danger, hide from the danger, and if those two plans fail, it's time to engage the danger and fight it. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.